Hello everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. This is the final episode of the season. Well, it feels like it's come around very quick. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host, Tom Walker. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for all of your support, uh, watching and listening throughout the season. Uh, much appreciated. Just the Premier League, Tom, left to go. Yeah, so lots riding on the Premier League last day. Who's going to stay up? Where's the title going? A couple of other tiny little bits and bobs. It's a really exciting end of the season. I think my favourite thing about the end of the season game uh, or games is that they all kick off at the same time. Oh, yeah. Completely agree. Completely agree. So all 10 games that we're going to look through today, uh, they kick off on Sunday at four o'clock. We are, as ever, worth saying, sponsored by good friends at Matchbook. So you can still take advantage of the sign-up offer. Uh, for one last time this season, so you can get a £30 money back as a free bet offer if you use the code TFB Podcast during the registration stage of the Matchbook sign-up process. Um, so please do check that out. You know, we're going to get a treble to you at the end of the show as ever. So it is an opportunity for you to kind of have a risk-free chance at trying out our treble. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll look at fantasy football as well, won't we, Tom? Because there's one... Game week obviously left to go, and then we'll announce the winner after that on, on social, but we'll run through the top 10 as it stands at the end of the show. And I think there's nothing left to do but dive straight into the matches, eh? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's Tom, me and you, let's predict by our tips and insight who's going to win the Premier League, who's going to finish in the Champions League, uh, all that good stuff. So, yeah, let's fire away, mate. Right, so we're going with Arsenal-Everton then, shall we? 1.44 is the price for Arsenal, 4.7 for the draw, and Everton a whopping 9.4. We're recording this on Thursday night. So we have seen that Everton have come from behind to beat Palace uh, 3-2. They were 2-0 down, weren't they, at half-time? So fantastic turnaround for Everton. That victory means they are now safe, which is why I'm assuming their odds are so high and Arsenal's have plummeted in the last kind of 45 or so minutes because it certainly wasn't like that when I did my research. I think, you know, we're looking at Arsenal now. They need to get a win, really, in order to have a chance at getting the fourth place, the final Champions League spot. We'll come on to Spurs later in the show, but uh, to set the scene, they go away to Norwich. So Arsenal really up against it, aren't they? Do you think they can get the job done against Everton, who are now safe? Yeah, this is going to go one or two ways, isn't it? Um, Everton are either going to play with absolute zero care in the world. and uh, Well, they are going to play with zero care in the world. And they are going to either flourish or they're going to completely lie down and have their bellies tickled. It's going to go mm. one or two ways. I think we will see a goal in the Arsenal net. So my tip is Arsenal and yes, Arsenal and both teams to score. So that's Arsenal to get the win and both teams to score. So a 2-1, 3-1, something like that. 3.05 is the price. Uh, And yeah, I am jumping right in on that. Uh, I think Arsenal have shown that they are very frail at the moment. And with the freedom that Everton are playing with with this game with uh, safety secured, that's what I'd be going for. Yep. Alternatively, both teams to score on its own is 1.84. Arsenal without a clean sheet in nine consecutive games. Uh, just one clean sheet in the last seven games at the Emirates as well. So, yeah, I can see that one for sure, Tom. 
Mm. Um, Brentford against Leeds then. So this has huge implications in the relegation picture. Brentford are 2.4 for the win there at home. Uh, the draw is 3.85 and, and Leeds are 2.84. So again, Thursday night, Burnley managed to get a one-all draw against Aston Villa. That means they are now out of the relegation zone on goal difference. Um, so both Burnley and Leeds are on 35 points. So this is literally a shootout between these two clubs. If Burnley better Leeds' result, Leeds are down. Um, better, well, I guess it's better or match it, isn't it, really? Because of the goal difference is so substantially bigger uh, in terms of Burnley's favour. So Leeds 2.84. I think this is going to be a real entertaining game. Um, whether... I fancy Leeds to get the win. I'm not so confident in tipping that outright because Brentford are dangerous. We've seen that. We've seen Brentford beat Everton last week. But 1.59 is the price for both teams to score. And I think that's where I'm, again, going for this particular game because I can see goals in both ends here. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think I I will also go for Brentford on the nose. Uh, We're talking about a Leeds team that hasn't won in five. I know Marsh did okay instantly, but it's looking a little bit sticky in Brentford, Tom. We've we've spoke about this many a time in the last few weeks. They are playing some teams play with freedom when they have nothing to play for and, you know, kinda don't put in the performances, don't get results. Brentford the complete opposite, playing with a nice bit of freedom. Uh they you know, beat Everton, beat Brentford, lost to Man United, but that's fine. Drew against Tottenham, beat Watford, beat West Ham. This is all in the last six games. So, yeah, Brentford for me, uh, both teams to score as well. So, you know, you could combine the two, I suppose. But basically, what I'm trying to say is uh, leads to go down. Brentford and yes is 4.3 for the record. But yeah, leads to go down, I think. Mm, yeah, I can certainly see that one. I can certainly see it. Uh, moving into the next game then, which is Brighton at home to West Ham. Brighton priced at 2.58. The draw is 3.65 and West Ham are 2.76. Um, so to set the scene for this particular game, West Ham are two points behind Manchester United who occupy the final Europa League place. So if West Ham win and Man U lose, uh, they'll, they'll leapfrog Man U into that Europa League place. As it stands, they're going to be in the Europa Conference League next season because they cannot be caught by Wolves uh, who are in eighth place. So uh, stuff still to play for for West Ham. Brighton, as we've seen and said on the pod in recent weeks, really picked up their form in the last kind of six or seven weeks or so. Um, Ended the season really impressively, scoring plenty of goals. Uh, I think, again, and I don't want to sound like too much of a broken record, I think this could be a good both teams to score game. Um, the price of both teams to score is 1.69. Six consecutive meetings between these two sides have been both teams to score as well. So we've had a, a 2-2, a 1-1, a 3-3, a 2-2, a 1-1 and a 1-1. So there's form here in this fixture for both teams to get on the score sheet. As I say, Brighton in really good form in terms of their goal scoring. And West Ham, you know, we saw West Ham put four past Norwich a couple of weeks ago and two past Man City last weekend. Um, but again, they're leaky at the back. So I think it'll be an entertaining one. Yeah, uh, I had a look at, obviously, we've got a big sample size now uh, to use for stats as it's the last game of the season. Uh, just in terms of, uh, we'll start with the home side, Brighton, they kept a clean sheet in 
of their games this season. And West Ham, 22. Now, I'm going to give you some context here. Burnley, 24%. Everton, 22. Southampton, 22. Villa, 30. Palace, 30. Newcastle, 22. Um, Brighton, obviously, 30. Leicester, 19. Wolves, 30. And uh, Man U, 22. So, when you kind of take the, the average out over the season, neither side has kept that many clean sheets. And that surprised me particularly with Brighton, a team who maybe we're, you know, still kind of tarnishing with a brush that, you know, isn't relevant anymore, but you would expect a lot more defensive numbers for Brighton. So, yeah, I think this one could be a bit of a shootout. Uh, no idea on result. Uh, again, Brighton, a team using the end of the season freedom well, uh, but both teams to score, I think, is the smart money. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Burnley, Newcastle then. Again, as we were saying, big implications towards the bottom of the table for this particular game. Uh, Burnley priced at 2.3. The draw's 3.7 and Newcastle at 3.15. Uh, you've mentioned that you think Leeds will lose to Brentford. Do you think Burnley will beat Newcastle though? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I think if you have a look at Newcastle on the road, um, you know, obviously they've improved immensely. But in their last five games on the road, they've only won one. That's away at Norwich, who obviously are, I think, Norwich are bottom, right? Yeah, they're bottom. So, you know, essentially a championship side. You're looking at losses. You know, they lost that game against Everton. Uh, they have also obviously lost against some bigger sides like Chelsea, etc. So maybe I'm being a little bit harsh. But I think there's going to be a lot riding on it for Burnley. Again, Newcastle despite the tough opposition, not exactly lighting things up away from home. St. James's with the big TFOs and the displays and stuff, that's a different a different animal. And uh, I'm looking forward to more of the same. But yeah, for, Bright, uh, for Burnley, sorry, I think they can get a performance. Overall, strong at home, one or two wobbly results, but overall uh, pretty strong and expecting Burnley to get the result and send Leeds down. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Three wins in the last four home games for Burnley. Uh, I don't quite feel so confident in them, to be honest. Um, I don't think they'll lose. I certainly think they've got a better game than Leeds. I'd much rather be playing Newcastle at home than Brentford away, to be honest. So I think Burnley are definitely in the better position. Um, I was mainly looking at Burnley on the double chance because I don't quite trust them enough to back them on the nose. But I understand why people would. Uh, 1.43 yeah. is the price for Burnley to either win or draw. And of course, if Burnley draw um, and Leeds either either draw or lose, then Burnley will survive. So a draw could be enough for them, depending on the Leeds result. Mm. Uh, right then, up next, Chelsea against Watford. Short price for Chelsea. They're 1.19, as you'd expect. Uh, 8.0 for the draw and 19.5 for Watford to get the win. Um you know, this is well, it's Roy Hodgson's last match in charge of Watford before he uh, he he leaves and Rob Edwards takes over at the end of the season. Um, it would be a real surprise, wouldn't it, if this was anything but a Chelsea victory? Um, I started to look into the Chelsea and overs market. You know, it could get a little bit messy potentially here for Watford. Uh, you, you know, Chelsea and over two point five is still only, still only one point six two, so it's still. A, a touch on the stingy side, I think, in terms of the, what people are, are going for in terms of that market. 
Chelsea in over 3.5 is, is 2.46. So there's quite a jump in value there. But um, yeah, I think Chelsea for sure. Um, and I think there probably will be a fair few goals. Yeah, we're talking about a team. This is how bad Watford are. Talking about a team in Chelsea that have won one in the last six in all comps. Um, and yeah, we're trying to, you know, we've got to go Chelsea and over 3.5 to get over evens it's yeah. it's a tough one Watford absolutely diabolical a uh, bit of a bloodbath um, for Chelsea I think yeah um, right Palace against Man U then up next so 3.1 for Palace 3.75 for the draw and 2.34 for Manchester United to get the win any particularly strong fancies in this one Mate, I think we should uh, rename the pod to the uh, Both Teams to Score podcast, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, anyway, it's it's looking it's looking the most favourable thing. I haven't been able to trust Palace or United all season. I don't know why that would change. Um, in terms of overs, and obviously overs equals goals as well, it's got a couple of interesting stats, particularly one, uh, for United. So 50% of Palace's home games go over 2.5. That's not, you know, that's neither here or there. But what I'm leaning towards is a whopping 61.11% of Manchester United's away games go over 2.5. That's obviously, <laughs> we've seen throughout the season, that's goals in both nets uh, for mm. United. So both teams to score. Yes, is 1.64, which is, I think, a little bit tight, but I, I do understand. Um, so, yeah, that's probably what I'd go for because I'm just not ready to to trust either, to be honest with yeah. you. Over 2.5 in general, 1.78, so you're getting a bit more value there, but obviously you're asking for a couple more goals. Yeah, you know, 3.1 for Palace isn't bad, to be honest, considering that Manu have lost five in a row away from home. But um, mm. yeah, I could see any result here. So I think the goals route yeah. is probably the right way to go, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, up next, then, we've got Leicester against Southampton. More goals, anybody, potentially? Uh, 1.9 for Leicester, 4.1 for the draw, and uh, 3.9 for Southampton. I tell you what, I reckon if you sat in front of the TV on uh, Sunday afternoon watching Soccer Saturday, maybe playing the drinking game if you like that, you're going to be drunk if you are. I think there's going to be plenty of goals firing in. It's not going to be a boring one, is it, this uh, this final day in the Premier League? No, no way. Same here, mate. I think Southampton in, in an underrated tailspin um, mm. to end the season. Four losses in five. It's not been good, has it? It really hasn't. And Leicester, they in their last three, they I understand that they've beaten Norwich and Watford and we know how bad they are and how much worse they are than everyone else. Also got that draw away at Chelsea. I like I like the look of Leicester, I think. Yeah. To get the yeah. job done. Yeah, I'd agree. Decent um, price as well, you know, for Leicester, I think. One point nine. Yeah, I'd agree. I was gonna say, um, considering mm. we've got a lot of other short prices knocking around in terms of Teams on the nose, you know, heavy favourites and, and whatnot. But yeah, I think Leicester are definitely a good price. Um, as you mentioned, been pretty strong generally recently. Definitely reinvigorated by return of Jamie Vardy. James Madison starting to uh, really hit form to, as well towards the end of the season. 
They've only lost one of their their last eight home games as well at the King Power, winning four, drawing three, losing the one. So strong home form as well, which kind of contrasts with with Southampton's away form. They've not won in their last six away games either. So yeah, I think Leicester should get a fairly comfortable win here, uh, which leads us into the title race. It's taken Ooh. us a while to get there. Yeah, it has. But yeah, Liverpool against Wolves. So Liverpool, 1.19 to get the victory. 8.2 for the draw and 19.0 for Wolves to get the win. And I'm sure people are probably aware already, but just to set the scene, Liverpool are one point behind Manchester City uh, with one game to play, obviously. So um, Man City's goal difference is superior enough I'd say to Liverpool. So, what we need, if you well, what we need, uh, <laughs> we are neutral. <laughs> what you need as a Liverpool fan is for Manchester City to lose and Liverpool to win, because I don't think if City lose, a draw isn't good enough for for uh, for Liverpool. So, so yeah, um, I have no doubts. I don't think they'll have any problems beating Wolves. Um, yeah, the price is short. I expected it to be short, and I think they'll win fairly comfortably. Yeah, um, I think we could see a mini version of the Bristol City performance where they overtook Northampton. They beat Scunthorpe, who are the worst, were, were the worst team in League Two. So definitely Bristol Rovers. Bristol Rovers, sorry. Yeah, that's definitely not, um, you know, Wolves. Wolves aren't the worst team in the Premier League. But they have conceded a lot of goals recently. And I think, you know, we have to look at the stats and what's happened recently because obviously they got a lot of credit that they've kept in the bank being tight at the back. But conceded five to Man City, right? Um, And again, that's a game where City wanted to go out and win and win convincingly. Uh, They were under pressure that game because Liverpool um, were top, I think, right? Because Man City played the day after or a few days after or whatever. Uh, One to Norwich, two to Chelsea, three to Brighton, one to Burnley, one to Newcastle. You know, I'm stretching back here and I can't find a clean sheet for eight games for Wolves. And I think Liverpool will go out and they'll go for the throw early. Liverpool and over 3.5 again. You know, we, you're not going to get this kind of price any other day other than last day. It's only 2.5. It's a little bit skinny, uh, to be honest with you. But I can see a similar story here for Liverpool where they go out and they might win four or five just to try and make up that goal difference, just in case it does go down to a draw. They've got no other no other choice other than to go for it. Yeah. Yeah, could definitely see uh, plenty of goals, like you say, for Liverpool here. Which brings us on to Man City then. They're at home to Aston Villa. Uh, pretty much identical prices almost. So Man City are 1.19 as well to get the win. Villa are also 19.0 to get their win. And the draw is 8.6. So just a slight difference there on the draw. And that's it. Um, I feel like this title race would probably be much more exciting on, on final day if if Man City were away to Villa. The fact that they're at home at the um, at the Etihad, yeah, really leans in their favour, I think. It, it would really be a surprise if if they managed to mess it up from here. 
at home to a Villa side who are just in very average form towards the end of the season, really, aren't they? I know from a Steven Gerrard perspective, the Villa manager, I'm sure he'd absolutely love to put the spanner in Man City's title so Liverpool could could potentially win it. Um, but I just can't see it happening. I think as much as everyone wants there to be drama, I don't think there will be. I think Man City will win this pretty routinely. Uh, an early goal will do, do wonders, right? Uh, absolute yeah. wonders for City. Yeah. Do you know what? I forgot to mention a key point that I thought of. I think, obviously, everyone's kicking off at the same time, right? But you must be kidding me if Pep and Jürgen don't have people on the bench whose job it is is to follow the opposition, basically. Oh, yeah. So if Man City go 2-0 up inside 20 minutes, we might not see the Liverpool and overs um, bet come in. It all depends on how the day plays out because they're going to get updated straight away. You know, Man City have scored 15 minutes in, right? And that's going to transpire to the players, half-time. For sure, they'll find out what's going on. Like, yeah, I just want to make that clear that, you know, if City, as I expect, Tom, and you to kind of go out and win this pretty comfortably, that bet that I read out for Liverpool might not win. Back to City, I think they'll win comfortably. I'm not buying the Steven Gerrard thing. I think that's just a Sky Sports dream, to be honest. Uh, I don't think there's actually any substance in that at all. And, uh, yeah, Man City to win and... Man City to win comfortably for me. Um, zero drama. Man City to win and over 2.5 is the skinniest of skinny. It's 1.65. Yeah. Right then, that brings us on to our final game that we're going to cover of the season. Um, mm. Norwich at home to Tottenham. So Norwich last game in the Prem before they go back down to the Championship. Uh, they're 13.0 to get the win at home to Spurs. The draw seven point zero, Tottenham one point two seven. So Spurs generally just need a point; um, should be enough for them to secure that fourth place spot. I think it'd be a big surprise if they only got a point. Hmm. Um, you know the form that Norwich are in, ending the season with a whimper. They've lost five out of the last six games. They've conceded at least three goals uh, in four of those six games. You know, we've seen them concede three to Leicester in recent weeks, four against West Ham, two to Villa, three to Newcastle. So it's not like they're shipping goals to the creme de la creme with all due respect of, of the Premier League's teams, really. So Tottenham come to town. This could get messy again for me. And I feel like we said that a lot. I think there's going to be a lot of goals again in this game, a lot in the Norwich net. I could see Spurs winning this four or five nil, to be honest. Yeah, 100%. If Newcastle can go there and rip them to shreds, God forbid what's going to happen to one of the best duos in in world football in Son and Kane yeah. uh, to this Norwich team. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's not going to be pretty. Norwich will be uh, Norwich will leave with their tails between their legs. I think. Yeah, uh, Spurs and over three point five is two point four six to put a price on on that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there we go then, Tom. That is the Premier League boxed off and all the tips done for the season. So the only thing I think left to do in terms of tips is recap quickly last week's treble and bring you this week's final treble of the season. 
do you know what? Last week's treble was absolutely sickening. That I I tweeted out I tweeted out losing a treble because Man City didn't win. It that it hits different and not in a good way. It's so sickening. They must win like ninety plus percent of their of their um, yeah. of their games, and for them to not win was a disgrace. We had Leicester and Spurs; they got up for us, no problem. But yeah, Man City decided to uh, draw away at West Ham, as we all know, and uh, get the Liverpool fans dreaming again. It was priced at three point eight with Matchbook. It was industry best as ever with them. Uh, but yeah, no cigar, fuming, absolutely fuming. Yeah, it made it worse that Mahrez missed that penalty as well to make yes. it three late 100%. on, like eighty sixth minute or something like that. I was like, you know, complete the comeback, score the penalty, everyone's a winner. Yeah. Uh, but no, no, wasn't to be. So very disappointing there. Um, but we've got a better one this week, hopefully. Going to go one better. And as you may have guessed from the tips we read out on the show. This one is a, a goals treble, really, rather than a team to win on the nose treble. So it's a both teams to score treble. Not something we do particularly often, but um, considering what's available, I think, on the slate this week, this was a right way to go. So we've got both teams to score in the following three games. So it's Brentford against Leeds, Brighton against West Ham, and Arsenal against Everton. And those three games... Pay an industry best priced 4.6 to all be both teams to score. And just as a reminder, um, you can use that money back as a free bet up to £30 using the sign up code TFB podcast when you go to the matchbook.com website. Yeah, please do take advantage of that amazing offer. Um, and I just want to take a kind of curtain uh, closer for Matchbook and uh, just thank them for their support throughout the season been great to work with Uh, we've been honestly honored to be associated with their brand on on social media and you know we love the content that they produce I tune into a lot of their shows not just because they are in partnership with us just because it's really good stuff and uh, the team over at Matchbook are fantastic if you haven't checked it out I'd really appreciate it if you could but if you don't want to just know that they're a great company with great people on board Let's move on to fantasy football then, shall we? So let's have a quick rundown of the top 10. And uh, lo and behold, we have a new leader heading into the final week. Um, So to count down the top 10, we have Chantel Crookshanks, David Doherty, Chris Hindle, Alpha M9K, Callum Hoggart. Then in fifth, Tom Arnold. In fourth, Oliver Hogburn. In third, Kaspars Grava. In second, David Brown. And in first, Nathan Brunskill. Um, so Nathan is currently top by 14 points. So yeah, could conceivably all change in the last weekend. So yeah, lots to play for. You know, the gap between first and fifth is only about 40 points. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's all to play for. I was going to say, this is this is even better than the Prem title race for me. This yeah. is where I'll yeah. be looking. Uh, so yeah, really excited to... Uh, crown a winner after a long slog and a much-deserved winner as well because the league is growing every single week, it feels like. We're we're close to 300, uh, sorry, 250 teams. We're getting, uh, we're getting, sorry, 262. 
it keeps growing. See, I can't even keep track. <laughs> but uh, yeah, really excited to get everyone involved next season as well. So we'll be running it again, as we've done pretty much every year. Details to follow. Twitter is going to be where I'm going to announce the winner. T underscore FB podcast. It's a great time to follow the socials because we're going to announce the fancy football winner. We're also covering all of the uh, EFL playoffs because they're on so they're on random days. It's hard for me and Tom to do dedicated shows. Um, so we're just pumping them out on Twitter and we're doing pretty well, to be honest. There's going to be a bit more comprehensive coverage uh, for the finals. So there's three finals coming up. And come on, you Reds. Come on, the Reds or Yellows. And um, the Champions League also falls near um like in and amongst all the playoff stuff in the efl so we'll probably cover the champo as well so t underscore fb podcast great time to give us a follow and uh, i will do my best to keep everyone entertained through the summer that's probably the hardest part of running it to be honest so uh, (laughs) engagement is appreciated yeah, definitely. No, done a fantastic job. So shout out to you, Tom, for all the uh, stuff you've done on social. Oh, stop it, mate. We wouldn't have, we wouldn't have an edited. We wouldn't have an edited show without you. Bloody hell, it would be nowhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much everything, isn't it? So thank you to everybody who has listened to the podcast um, throughout the duration of the. The 21-22 season, we, we appreciate every single listen, every single interaction on social media, every comment, etc. Um, we hope you enjoy what we've put out over the last season. And uh, yeah, so thank you to you guys for, for listening and, and making the show what it is, really. Yeah, really appreciate it uh, from the bottom of our hearts. If you have enjoyed it and you've listened all season, you will know that we haven't charged you a single penny to do so. So please give us like an end of season review wherever you listen to your pods uh that would yeah. be fantastic if you could reward you know 46 weeks or whatever we do um with uh of content with a review that'd be amazing yeah absolutely so uh yeah hopefully we you know we'll pick this back up in kind of mid-july um, yeah season starting um, early isn't it because of the uh yeah. the world cup yeah, and hopefully we'll be picking back up with our team, Nottingham Forest, uh, firmly in the Premier League. You know, hopefully it's going to be a happy ending. Joe, I can't wait for. Hopefully it happens. But uh, right, so Premier League opening day. Uh, we got Manchester champions, Manchester City at home. Uh, they are priced at one point one. Uh, Nottingham Forest, the away side, priced at 35.5. <laughs> Where can you see this going, Tom? Well, Man City are going to win 8 0. No, I, I'd love it. I'd love nothing Come more. So. Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. Please, fingers crossed, toes crossed that it happens. Touching all the wood. Uh, anyone who knows how to get any Wembley tickets to the Championship playoff final, please get in touch because please, it's like gold we'll dust. Please get in touch. We will pay you good money. Yeah, but absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right thank you anyway guys and have a great summer Uh, good luck for your bets this weekend and yeah thank you for listening over the course of the season